0: Welcome back inside the Atlantic Union Bank Center. We're getting set for James Madison and William & Mary on this Thursday night. I'm Corey Spector, now joined by James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan. Coach, as always, thanks so much for taking the time. Well, first of all, um, you've always acknowledged that football sort of acts as the front porch to all athletics here at James Madison. Today it was announced that Bob Chesney is now the ninth head coach in James Madison football history. I'm sure you weren't deep in the weeds of the potential <laughs> candidates. No. Uh, but your overall thoughts on Coach Chesney coming to JMU?
1: Um, well, you know what? There's one thing I trust around here, and it's Jeff Bourne's judgment. Um, so I'm sure that he's uh, he's the right man for the job. I've put very little time and effort into um, evaluating Coach Chesney's uh, uh, record or uh, past. But I will have you know that, um, I got a message today um, saying make sure you tell him you're from Montpelier, Vermont because he was a graduate assistant at Norwich, which is in Northfield, Vermont, which is 10 minutes from my house. So uh, we got a little bit in common. I've been to Norwich. A lot of my um, uh, good friends up there have been to Norwich. So. He must be a good guy if he was at Norwood.
0: Right. Is there something about the Vermont spunk that you're going to enjoy with It
1: has, has to be. It has to be a good guy. Everybody from Vermont is. So, there it is. All Sold.
0: Right. Well, we're looking forward to seeing that relationship blossom between the two of you once he arrives here in Harrisonburg. Let's talk about your basketball team, coming off a big win over Wake Forest. Uh, your, your backup point guard, Chloe Sterling, was fantastic, tied her career high with 10 points. You've got a conundrum on your hands, man. You've got <laughs> two really good point guards right now. Olivia Mullins, who led the nation in assist to turnover ratio early in the season. How are you balancing those two minutes right now?
1: I mean, you know what? It's, uh, it's not the only two um, tough, tough calls for me on this team right now. But, um, no, I'm trying to ride the wave of, of who's playing well, right? And I think um, anybody that watched the game um, Sunday would have said Chloe was feeling it, playing very well. Uh, and deserve to finish the game for us, and so um, you know that's that's what I'm trying to do. I think they they've earned uh, the split minutes, kind of in a sense um, that they've gotten so far. And I think if you look at their minutes uh, in our in our cumulative stats, I think it's 21 and 22, very very similar. Um, but no, it's it's not easy for me. Uh, that's that's what the real challenge is with this team right now is um, I don't always know who I'm finishing the game with, and that's that's hard on me I don't I'll take that hard on me as long as we're winning games because uh, it's you know the, the hard on me is are you making the right decision is that is that one the right one today right is Chloe the right one today is Olivia the right one uh, the next day whatever right so um, that gets hard on me but uh, you know what, what you call it don't cry over spilled milk or something I don't know basically no big deal so um, yeah we, we what I want them to do is is keep challenging each other they're doing that in practice um, and it, it's a it's a tough one they're two very different players uh, but very similar players in the same sense and so they've both been very unselfish um, I think so far this year and in, in giving up giving up some minutes for each other um, and I believe, it was, I believe it was Wake Forest we started the fourth quarter with both of them out there if I'm not mistaken so um, we've done that a couple of times and I'm not necessarily afraid to do that again but um both both natural point guards so it's it's been a challenge for them
0: when you put them in together what are you looking for
1: well actually for, for wake i put them in together because um kaya harrison is a is a real ball hawk and so um if we go big and we go Peyton at the two Peyton's not a a great ball handler and so they were pressuring our point guards a ton so now pressure our point guard go ahead and usually Jamea fills the role we just throw it to jamia and she brings it up so Mia needed a rest, so we went with Liv instead, and we were playing zone, and so um, Liv and Chloe at the top of the zone worked out pretty good for us. So it throws us a little out of whack um, with our sets, um, but th- at that point in time it worked out pretty good. The beginning of the fourth was the good part of the fourth for us, so um, maybe that combination gets a little bit more play.
0: James Madison head coach Sean O'Regan is with us. Tip-off between James Madison and William and Mary is coming up at the top of the hour. Let's talk about William and Mary a little bit, but first their head coach, and Aaron Dickerson Davis, her second season there, did a great job with the program, leading them to 12 CAA wins, which actually matched their program record. You know, going back to her time at Towson, I was, you know, deep into the weeds of this whole thing. Your first year as the head coach was her <laughs> second year yep. as the associate head coach. You had three losses in league play. And two of them were against housing yep. a team that did not finish well that regular season i believe like 12 and 18. why did you lose to them?
1: thanks corey let's talk I'm about this curious. some more let's talk about this some more um you know what is funny is that i do have a memory enough to know what happened um you know um that particular day and i'm not here to blame okay i am sure i didn't coach a good game but um up at their place they play a matchup zone and Precious Hall had an WNBA scout at the game, ah. and Precious uh, overthought what was happening. I think she ended up having nine turnovers in the game. Wasn't a great performance, um, but you know what? They came back to our house after we had prepped and, and looked at the matchup zone and, and all this stuff, and it just wasn't a good matchup for us, uh, and they beat us at home, and I remember that. Um, certainly was not a fun game. Um, I can remember they had uh, they had twin guards at that point in time, and, and we were playing them zone, and they ran a ball screen play twice in a row and hit two threes in a pretty crucial um, crucial moment. So uh, they, they had a matchup zone. Nikki Nikki uh, Geckler, I believe her her name was. Um, they ran a matchup zone with Georgetown, and, and um, so you know um, that was that was a kryptonite for that particular team, but um, I think Aaron's done a great job. Um, you would think they would be dropping off um, because you lose two kids that are borderline all conference in riley casey and sydney Wager. And i think i think actually think she's better i think they're better this year hmm. um, and I'm, i don't want to butcher her, her last name but number five bella nascimento nascimento um, i think that kid is an absolute stud and she is the first person on my scout report uh, i think it's really hard to stop her i think she's got three i think she's got mid-range i think she can pass i think she can get to the rim um, and didn't have great numbers in Manhattan, didn't make sense to me, but uh, that's a testament to, to, to coach, I'm going to call her Erin because i got to do two last names, um, Davis, Dickerson Davis um, and then Natalie Young we've been playing against for two years at Hampton um, and is dangerous, I mean we, we she was always a focal point for us at Hampton, um, but again I think that their ball screen offense is really good, I think they're playing good enough defensively to keep themselves in games and they've if you look, I mean, they're tied with ODU with a minute 40 to go at their place. Um, they're in a nip-tuck game with Mason. They're, in a nip- I mean, you go down the line; it's it's all very close games. Other than Virginia, and even Virginia, I mean, it's a six-point game, three thirty to go in the third quarter. It's like they're right there, and so um, this is not one I take lightly. I know what we've done against William and Mary in the past. I don't care. Um, this is this is a it's a dangerous team that's playing very confident got to win up a Navy by 30 look really good um, but we, we got we got there's two players on that team are really good and if they can they can find their flow it makes everybody else around them better so uh, I know we're pretty good too but um, we're going to have to come out here and play well and play really hard for us to, to play the way I want to play.
0: You just told your team after shoot-around, this is the last home game for a while, but this is also an in-state rivalry, not conference opponents anymore. Why should the general public believe that this is still a rivalry?
1: Uh, you know what, because I would say this, because I believe it's 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 the maybe the longest lasting um, school that that JMU women's basketball has played against, and I'm not not 100 sure the of that most
0: common opponent ever for this uh, is program. It? Yes. That's exactly
1: right. So that why wouldn't that be a rivalry? And I give I give Coach Coach Aaron a lot of um, credit because I called her when she got the job and I said let's play, and a lot of coaches wouldn't have played. Um, and she said let's do it, and she's already said let's do it again and keep the series going, and that's what this should be, and and. Again, like I said, even with Liberty, it's like, it makes sense to play in-state teams. You know, win or lose, of course, and we just lost to Liberty, which don't remind me. But um, I still want to play the game. Um, I want to play William Mary. I want to play VCU, I want to play Richmond, I want to play ODU, I want to play Virginia and Virginia Tech. Like, those are, those are schools I think we should play. Um, and that's just my personal, right? No one cares about your personal opinion, but um, that's what I think. And so, um, the longest standing, um, what did you say? I can't say robbery, longest standing series. Yes. Thank you. Longest standing series we've had. Um, I hope people come out and show, cause we won't be back for, for about a month. Um, and then, you know, for our team, we have, we have 10 days off between this one and Maine. So uh, it's time to empty the tank. Um, and we don't have, we don't have practice tomorrow. We won't have practice on Saturday. So empty the tank out here today and and play your heart out. Well, we
0: here at the JMU Radio Network always value your opinion. So thank you so much for the time, and we look forward to uh, to tonight's game. Appreciate it, Corey. All right, we'll take a break. Tip-off, James Madison and William & Mary. Coming up, you're listening to JMU Women's Basketball on the Morris Insurance and Financial, JMU Radio Network. (laughs)